hello and welcome to Gag of the Millennial. A show where we talk about pop culture, current events. And spill the hot Darjeeling right into your lap. Oh, goldy woldy. Oh well, my gosh, to front. I know. <laughs> I was a bit We're just keeping it fresh here oh, on Gag of the Millennial. Why not, yeah? Fresh yeah. like rotten milk. Fresh like rotten milk. Cheese. Hi guys, <laughs> so welcome back to a brand new podcast episode. Hello, hello. It's been ages. It's been a, far so, too long. Although, although videos have still been coming out, we pre-film everything in like one day, like, and then there's months later. So it's been a while since we filmed. So welcome back, Luxaria. Uh, thank you, thank you. We've mean, we've both been doing big lady things yeah, in we the have, world. Yeah, we have. Yeah. <laughs> That makes no sense, but no, yeah. No, it doesn't. Um, so yes. today, guys, oh, we have another little treat, and this was highly recommended for us to do. Yes. Now, as you uh, really loved the Am I the Asshole uh, Reddit we went through. Let's not go there. I know. We? <laughs> we are going to do, do a part two of that. But yes. today, we wanted to go through another subreddit called Entitled Parents. Even that phrase. Even that phrase Awful, like, sends, like, angry shivers right up the gusset. Oh, my no. laptop. If you could hear that, my laptop went, she was hello. Like, hello. <laughs> I think of insightful. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. So, yes. Today, we're going to go through the Reddit uh, entitled parents, read yes, some stories, yes. maybe share some of our own. And if we can relate, it's going to be a lot. I don't want to talk too much about it before because it's going to be a lot. So, yeah. should we just get on with it? Yeah, let's, let's just get, get on straight on to it. get on. Ooh. So, this story is called Entitled Mum Brings Her Four Kids to an Adult-Only Wedding. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, okay. Yeah, okay. You, she, I rolled so hard then she saw her own spine. Yeah, I did. Yeah, my <laughs> eyes fell out. Yeah. I attended an adult only wedding for a co worker a few days ago. The actual ceremony was in a very small church, mostly only had family and close friends, but the reception itself was roughly around 250 people. I don't even First know. Of all, yeah, how did you do that many people? That oh. is shocking. The reception was at a very elegant hotel ballroom, not child friendly in any way. Crystal stitched stemware, expensive linens on the table, etc. About one and a half hours into the reception, a commotion started th that made everyone stare. Entitled mum is arguing with the wedding planner very loudly. Me being the nosy broad that I am, Relatable. Yeah, yeah, be like, what's going on over there? I'm <laughs> my goggles, my little glasses. Me being the nosy board I am, uh, went closer to hear better. Turns out Entitled Mum brought her four young children to the reception, even though the invitation clearly stated it's adults only. The Entitled Mum insisted that her kids, I'm guessing at ages where the oldest was about eight, the youngest was about two, were super well behaved, so it was fine. Now keep in mind, this was around 7.30pm. Wedding planner was having none of it. She insisted that the children were not allowed in and she had to leave. In the last ditch effort to get admitted, Entitled Mum shouts, shouts out to the bride. The bride went over and listened to her for a moment and then said sternly, but in a sweet voice, of course you can come in, Entitled Mum, but your children cannot. She turned around on her heel and went back to her husband. Entitled Mum flipped Flip, flipped her nut yelling yelling about about how she was invited and couldn't find a babysitter. Three of the groomsmen escorted her out and, and the kids out the door too. Can what I just say commotion. one thing? I am totally, totally sympathetic. Like if you have a child and you have something planned and the babysitter cancels or something, yes, it's really awful. However, you chose to have four children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I am the kind of, like my sister has two kids. I love them and I adore them. And like sometimes they've come over here, it's fine. But if you say, say I'm hosting a party and there's drinking, alcohol, there's probably gonna be like swearing, loud things and stuff. Now my sister would never do this. But say my sister said to me, can I, my babysitter's canceled. I'm gonna come to the party store, but I'm gonna bring my kids. I'd be like, no, unfortunately, 
you have to stay at home. It's not appropriate like, for you. You have to just accept that when you have children, your life is going to change forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And unfortunately, until they're old enough to fend for themselves, you cannot then put your kids on other people because they didn't choose to have children. You can't have your wedding cake and eat it, my lovely exactly. Ali. Like, you have to accept that this is going to be part of your life. And yeah. if, if the if the event says adults only, you can't be like, oh, well, I'm going to bring my kids because I couldn't find a babysitter. Unfortunately, you just have to accept that you just can't go then. Well, this is exactly it. But also, in any other situation where this happened, you have a bride, bride, what are they called? Bridal? Bridal plastic. Bridal no, plastic. They're what they're bride, bride do's. Hendu? Hendu, yeah. If you have a Hendu and you're like, come along to the Hendu, we're going to get drunk and watch strippers. You wouldn't be like, can I bring my four children? Yeah. No, yeah. it's adults only. Yeah. So adults only means, you know, 18 and about maybe 16, yeah. I guess, maybe for weddings. Because yeah. like a 16-year-old might be a bit more sensible. Yeah. But you don't just bring a like... A two-year-old. So no. four children between two and eight years old. But also 7.30. Weddings weddings and receptions and parties notoriously go on for a long time. Yes, yes, yes. It's like, when it comes to like 9, 9.30 and they're screaming because but they're exhausted. Also, and also what you got to think of is like... Are you going to get drunk as well? Is this, yeah, is this mum going to get drunk and drink and party and stuff? Who's looking after her children? Yeah. She's going to be like, oh, hello, girl, oh, look at my nipples. Like, yeah. is she really going to be looking after a child, like four children no. on her own in that environment when the kids are probably going to be like tired and getting angsty? Uh, and like, you know, yeah, it's not, it's absolutely not acceptable. Your turn. My turn, girl. Found you! My <laughs> turn! Oh, oh go, go ahead. ahead! So this one is called, How I Came Out to My Entitled Dad. Oh, I thought this was okay. very appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Things, you know, LGBTQ. Yeah, I'm straight. Oh. Super straight. Oh, the turfs. All right, so it begins with, my entitled dad is a hardcore conservative and hardcore Christian. Oh, that always starts oh. a wonderful way of starting yeah, a sentence. Doesn't it? Doesn't yeah, doesn't it? Doesn't it just say equality and <laughs> diversity for all, Gout. doesn't it? Oh, beat the woman. I'm very much neither of these things. He invited me over to family dinner on Sunday night and I was hesitant to go, being it was just two days before the election. I think we all know which no election idea. that was. I decided, uh, I decided to put aside politics in favour of family and love and opted to avoid all topics around the subject during dinner, knowing that it was an emotional and incendiary subject for all of us. That's a nice one, incendiary. It is, isn't it? It's like, set it on fire, sis! <laughs> Dad, however, did not. He couldn't resist and started talking about the Trump rally he attended. I sighed and let it pass. At the end of the evening, I also received a heavy guilt trip about why I don't come over the, to their house very often. Isn't this always the case? In all it's the, every story, the, yeah. it's the same. It's always the parents Why don't going, you why? come and visit me? It's because you're going to burn me on the Lord, yeah, it's like, like you hate me, like you are a bigot. The next morning, I texted him. I tried to be honest and told him the reason I don't come over very often is because we couldn't avoid talking about politics, despite him knowing how much it bothered me. He responded back by saying, I will not be muffled in my own house! Give it a rest. <laughs> <laughs> he said the decision to avoid the subject or avoiding seeing him was mine. I guess your sister will tell you when I've died. What a hateful thing to say to awful, your child. Awful, awful. Yeah. Muffled, I was enraged, thinking of all the things I've hid for about myself for 40 years, afraid of encountering his rage and his religion. Wait, wait, wait. I, 40. 40. I, thought, I thought it was like, this was a, like, a, like, a, yeah, yeah. Like, a, like a teenager or something who like left home early because it's been like too much for them. Oh, that's it's hateful, isn't it? Okay, so this person is 40 and still dealing with this. I'd had enough. I decided to shoot him a text. I read that as I decided to I shoot, shoot him. I decided to shoot him, yeah. <laughs> a text with a long, 
list of the things I've kept muffled about myself from him my entire life. Bisexual polyamorous relationship, medical marijuana smoker, Wiccan, had an abortion. My boyfriend I've dated for eight years, dad disapproves. I told him I've muffled more about myself than I've ever showed him to the point of I don't even know how to talk to him anymore for all the topics I've got to avoid. That's really sad. That's really, yeah, that's really sad. After dropping all these bombshells in a single text, I never heard back from him. That's so sad. So sad. Imagine, it just shows, imagine. It just shows that some people shouldn't be parents. They shouldn't be. Like, if, you, the, if you're having a child, you can't just be like, I want this child to be exactly what I want it to be. And if it deviates in any such way, I'm going to burn it. Like, that's just well, that's insane. Well, that, that's the real thing is that your child has their own life and they're going to have their own life as they grow up. This idea that, like, your, you can mould your child to be like a clone of you is absolutely ludicrous. Oh, it's abhorrent. Absolutely abhorrent. How much sadness do people carry from their childhoods into adulthood because a parent has either said something to them? I mean, that's quite a lot. Even, I even know people who have struggled and they haven't experienced anywhere near that amount of yeah, stuff. And they're yeah. still like, oh, I just can't talk to my family about that. because. Yeah. And then the audacity for me comes from when they're like, why don't you come and see us? It's like... Do you only want to see me to argue with me? Yeah, is that all you, you do, want to it do? It was a bit like in the Amity Arsa one, the one who were like the kid who saw his parents and they made, buy like, a house. you're going to buy a house for me. Although like, they hadn't spoken to the, like him for years and years. It's all abhorrent, of a sudden, like, We're going to come back and yeah, you're going to buy us a house. That was the intermission. <laughs> oh, I love Can that. You this one is called, my daughter invited her eight-year-old friend to swim at our new pool. And the friend brings her toddler sister along with a swimsuit on. Oh my God. Imagine sending it, out, imagine sending out an eight-year-old, an with, eight-year-old a with a toddler to go to a swimming pool. Unhinged, okay. unhinged. So we just bought one of those above the ground pools you set up yourself. That is four feet deep and 14 inches, uh, 40, 14 inches around. <laughs> it's just like one little, it's like a, it's like a bin. I don't know why it's an inch, it's like a little bin. Right, let me do it again. We just got one of those above the ground pools you set up yourself. It's four feet deep and 14 feet around. We spent the majority of two days prepping the pool, filling it and letting it get to the right temperature. Finally, yesterday it was ready and my daughter asked if she could invite a little girl she was friendly with down the street to come and swim with her. Since they were eight years old, they would just be tall enough to stand with their head above the water. So I said, okay. When her friend arrived, she had her toddler sister, who was probably on the younger side of two, Definitely too small to stand with her head above the water. Well, I tell the friend and her little sister that she cannot get in the water unless her mum is here to watch her and sends her home with with that message. They both come back and say, mum said she's fine in the float and I can watch her. And I said, no, it's not fine. I do not think an eight-year-old is responsible enough to watch a toddler in a pool. And I'm not going to be the one babysitting her either. Absolutely. You need to tell your mum either she comes to watch her little sister or she is not getting in the pool. Absolutely. They both go home and both come back. At this point, I am livid and walk to their house with them and pound on the mother's door. No answer. I keep knocking and still no answer. Suddenly the the garage door starts to open with her mum in the in the in her car backing out quickly. I run in front of the car in the driveway. She gets out the car looking incredibly pissed off and asks me what my problem is. 
I tell her my problem is that I'm not your your babysitter and that I'm definitely not going to be responsible for keeping an, an eye on her baby from drowning in my swimming pool in my property. She then proceeds to start baby talking her own daughters. I'm so sorry, babies. The mean lady isn't going to let you in her swimming pool. I'm so sorry, princesses. Of course, the toddlers burst into tears and Good. then... Entitled mother screams at me. Look what you've done. You've made her cry and ruined her day. Hope you are proud of yourself. The friend at this point is completely red in the face and mutters, I'm sorry, in embarrassment as she's climbing into the car. Is that that's it? What that's an absolute end deranged story. story. So, first of all, oh my goodness, first of all, that mother, thank God that <laughs> did mother that make, had a- Did that make sense? Yeah. I was struggling to read that thank one. Thank God that mum had an ounce of sense to be like, no, I am not being a lifeguard to your, like, toddler. Imagine sending your children, like, eight and two, down to a bloody stranger's house to go play in a their pool. A stranger's house. It's like she was like, I want my children to be very ill forever. Why would you do that? First of all, can I say one thing? Mm. Um, it's a little bit like, again, your kids aren't someone else's responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like that, mm-hmm. that toddler was not invited to the party. Mm-hmm. That toddler was nothing to do with this 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 discussion. It was little Bonchi and Bonchetta. Yeah. Like that was that was the agreement. You were going, you were backing out of your driveway in your car. Yeah. Where were you going? Yeah, you were just gonna leave your children with a stranger down the road. Like what you hadn't you haven't said anything to her. Like, were you just gonna go out for the whole day and then suddenly come up at like ten o'clock at night going, and can I have like, my oh, kids back? Oh, sorry, she drowned. Exactly. Like what, like, what were you doing? Where were you going? Where were you going? Why, hey, wh- also, like, how would, if something did go wrong, how would you be able to contact you? Yeah, had, no like, idea. She had no idea that you were, like, she had no idea where you gone. No. Like, and clearly this means, clearly these mothers don't know each other. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because there was no, there was no, like, oh, I'll just run her and ask her what was going on. Yeah, it was like, yeah, no, yeah. you tell your mum that's not happening. So they yeah. obviously weren't friends. So the idea that you would just leave your kid with some stranger, like, yeah. a, like a baby. Yeah. But not even tell them that you're going out. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is also, like, a, a two-year-old, although it's, it is a toddler baby, isn't it, really? Like, yeah. Can two-year-olds even speak, like, like Not, properly? They can make, they can say some things, but, like, they, they, they don't, don't, have any they don't really understand yeah. what's going on still, yeah. So, it's, so if you have two eight-year-olds, like, eight-year-olds are kind of like, you know, they're not sensible, but they're also not, like, completely You can incapable. actually have a conversation yeah. with them they're and not understand what's of going life on. just yet. They're a little yeah. bit conscious, so to speak. Yeah. You could easily watch two eight-year-olds splash about in a pool, especially if they can stand up and be like, and feel quite confident in your abilities, even if you aren't necessarily a lifeguard. Yeah. Put a toddler into that equation, and it's like, toddlers I would have toddlers- no idea. Toddlers need help. Toddlers need literally, like, 100% supervision. They At can't, they can't, they, like... An eight-year-old can happily do things on the road and not have the necessary fear of death. But a, a little baby, like two years old, you cannot leave them. No. Because I, I'm just knowing from like watching my sister's kid grow up, like you look away for two seconds and they've like pushed the TV over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like yeah. they like- They're they, climbing out the window. Yeah, exactly. Like they, they're so inquisitive about everything. They want to they touch and feel and see everything. And it, like, if you're putting a kid in a, swimming pool the second part of the story is where they're at the house and then like um the child bursts into tears and says look what this evil mummy is doing to you i i know it's not very good and it's not a great example to be setting children but i would be like i would cut in that mother and be like excuse me no these are your decisions you've yeah. made your child cry here yeah. because you yeah. are an incapable and mother. you've promised them that they can you go swimming and not capable yeah. of being a functional mother and yeah. i'm going to call cps yeah i would do i'd have to threaten something like that because these people clearly have had no like the, nothing bad ever happens to these people and that's yeah. how they can develop yeah. this nonsense yeah. attitude towards the rest of their lives because everyone buckles everyone must buckle to their every whim mm-hmm. and need she could have easily turned that from there's a stranger down the road who's looking 
looking after my kids into shall we have a play date for both kids and I'll yes. be there with the toddler. Yes. Like, that could have been, a, and then you, we probably wouldn't have ever heard about it because it would be a lifelong friendship of the children. No. But the fact that she would like as well, like call her a bitch and stuff in front of her children. Yeah. It makes you think what kind of language are they using in front of those children when, yeah. when no one's around? Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And kids are like sponges and they will just mimic anything you say. And the fact that also at eight years old, that child knew to turn around and say sorry whilst climbing into the car means that that child that at eight years yeah. old already knows that of all these times that it's happened, that child is, crea- is, is having a trauma response to this event by mm-hmm. knowing that this behaviour is wrong, but not yeah. being able to do anything about yeah. it. Yeah, awful. Really Disgusting. sad. Really, really sad. So this story is called, now get this, Kid Finds, now finds is in like uh, quotation marks, finds a bike in my backyard. Mum goes berserk when I take it back. <sighs> I'm a single parent. I have a beautiful girl that's turning five in August. The past year I have been fighting with, with my ex that tried to keep the kid away from me. Lawyers aren't cheap and being a single doesn't, doesn't exactly help with my finances. Couple of months ago, I won the lawsuit and finally got to have my kid at home again. That's wonderful. For the past few weeks, she was, staying, she was saying that she wanted a bicycle, but still recovering from the lawsuit bills, I wasn't able to afford it. The past week, I got my summer bonus, which financially helped me with a good boost, so I was able to buy the bike. I enjoyed my time with her riding our bikes around, but then it was getting time for dinner, which I had to make. So we headed back to the home from the park and put the bikes in my backyard. We go inside and I start making dinner. After about 10 minutes, I spot a movement from the corner of my eye through the kitchen window. That's on the side, that's on the other side of my house. I see this kid guessing around six or seven years old, just casually strolling by with the brand new bike I just got today. My heart dropped and I ran to the front door, hoping I'd catch him before he rides away. I was lucky I did. I yanked the bike from his hands and freaked out at him saying, it was mine and he had no right just to walk into other people's backyards and take things. I would beat I it was, with the bike I as well. Was, exactly. I was pissed. I forced him to get the F off the property and set the bike in, inside the hallway in by our living room. After comforting my little girl who never saw me this mad, the poor thing, I returned to the kitchen to continue making dinner. 15 minutes later, the doorbell rings. It's the kid and her evil mother. Oh, <laughs> Entitled mother... You give the boy back the bike. He found it. It's his. Me. He found, with quotation marks, in my backyard. I got it for my kid today. You should try teaching your damn kid some manners and that he shouldn't trespass on other people's property and take their things. Entitled mother, don't tell me how to raise my kid. Give me the bike back or I'm calling the police. Me laughs, call the damn police, and I slam the door in her face. He should have called the police instantly. He should have called the police himself. Also, can yeah. I just interject? I hate it when they say, don't teach me how to raise my child. It's like, sis, you aren't raising it. You're mm-hmm. just letting it be feral in the garden. Imagine, imagine, imagine hearing your child has stolen something from someone's backyard and being like, by this point my four-year-old was crying her eyes out and i had to comfort her again because she was really thinking she was going to lose her brand new bike guess what she actually did call the cops i explained the situation and shown the box the bike came in along with the receipt the police officer shrugs and apologizes for the inconvenience assured me that i won't be bothered again i let him out close the door and with a smug smile on my face i check the front window to see what's happening and she goes into full-on tantrum mode it ends up with her in handcuffs in the back seat of the police car oh good 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 yeah she should have been arrested for wasting police time with that oh, that is insane oh my god could you imagine can you imagine your child has literally stolen something out of someone's backyard and you're saying he found it's it. It's mine. Give it to him. 
It, I'm I gobsmacked. What? Gobsmacked. And then you called him. He was buying it for me. He, exactly. It's very it that energy. It was for me. I, I cannot believe. And she actually had the audacity to call the police as if like they were going to be like, but yeah. This is it. Like how deluded, deranged, unhinged, delusional do you have to be to be like, I'm calling the police on my own child that stole something. What? You're going to prison. Like that's. What is wrong with you people? In, I How do you see the world in which you think that that is the way that that can operate? Mad! How like, did she think that was going to work at all? Also, why is your like six or seven year old child potentially just like wandering around? Yeah, why, you out, why is your kid out by yourself? I don't care. How old the child is, if they are in my garden, they are being arrested by the police. <laughs> like, <laughs> if I have not allowed the child onto my property, it must be dealt with immediately Weird, out into strange, the oven. Very strange. But it's just one of those things that's like, if this child is still Stealing bikes at six or seven years old, and the mum's not doing anything about it. Yeah. Being like, well, he found it. Like, when they get what's to ten gonna years old, yeah. what's going to be the situation? Yeah. So this actually takes me back to a situation that I experienced when I lived in Brighton. I was friends with my good friend who used to live just like over the a little bit over the hill and far away, no, over the hill. And there was this place called the Dip. If you've ever been to Brighton, you'll know of the Dip. And this child used to live in the dip and he was 12 <laughs> years the old. The dip. The dip. Because it was, it was just used to be the a dip. dip. Like ev dip. every angle used to be, used to drive down into the dip. The dip. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like a few shops in the dip. And we'd always be like, let's go to the dip. Like, <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so stupid. But there was a child who was 12 years old who was just arrested for stealing and crashing a car. I forgot to say. And it's just like, this is the same sort of trajectory. It got an Asbo as well, I remember, because it was like, oh, the Asbo. first Asbo, the youngest Asbo in the country for the dip. No. But, it, <laughs> but it's just one of those things where if you don't correct that behavior at six or seven it years old, spiral, at 12, yeah. they're going to be stealing and crashing yeah. cars. Yeah, unhinged. Unhinged. So entire. The, the idea dip. that the parent, the dip, the parent is like, no, he found little angels yeah. bike he found. Yeah. Jesus has answered our prayers for a bicycle. No, sis, your he child stole has it. stolen it from someone else. I have this one here, and this one here is titled, Karen Demands I Stop Watching My Movie on a Flight. Oh, what? Uh, Karen Demands. I mean, that should be a subreddit, shouldn't it? <laughs> that, Karen Demands. Yeah, that, that's one of its own Karen Demands. Oh, maybe a title. Yeah. Karen Demands We Stop Our Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my mum are visiting family for the summer, so we had to fly. Karen and her son were seated behind me and my mum on the plane. Now, I love musicals. Highly unrelatable. I no, I, I hate musicals. Awful. The idea of being like, and the people sing louder because everybody's here. Die. Mm. That was quite good, I it think. It was, yeah. yeah. The one the one I'm currently obsessed with is the Sweeney Todd movie adaption because I finally got around to watching it and she loves it. Yeah. So, of course, I downloaded it for the flight. Now, I must admit, Sweeney Todd is not very, like, public, like, no. eating babies in the pie. <laughs> like, I don't, I can't remember the lyrics, but it's basically that. Relatable. I was watching the movie, headphones on, enjoying myself. I had no idea that the Karen's entitled little crotch goblin was watching also behind the gap in the seats. Oh, oh my God, you already know what she's got. Okay, okay, okay. When Sweeney makes his, f oh, spoiler alert. When Sweeney makes his first kill, of course, it's lots of blood. And so I hear this tiny little scream from the crotch goblin. Karen, of course, tends to her precious angel, demanding I turn off my movie because it scared my little baby. Oh, shut up. Yeah, she actually made the word baby longer. Did oh, she? I know that. Uh, everyone's met this this, yeah. this woman with her baby. And she's mm -hmm. like, my angel. My, my angel, little my miracle. Princess. Miracles are things that don't ever happen. Yeah. The idea that you've had a baby mm. is not a miracle. This, yeah. I told her I wasn't going 
going to do that. And why was her kid even snooping on my movie in the first uh-huh. place? It was her job to make sure her kid was occupied enough to where he didn't bother other people. I wasn't disturbing anyone. And I was minding my own business. So I wasn't going to change my movie on my phone to satisfy her bratty child. Meanwhile, the kid was yelling, Make her change it, mummy! Over and over again. Neither of them were wearing their masks correctly either. Oh. And it was so annoying. The Karen, being a Karen, immediately calls a flight attendant over and tells her that I refused to stop watching my ungodly horror movie and was showing them to her kid. I rolled my eyes and the flight attendant asked me what happened. I told her I was just watching my movie when all of a sudden I noticed this kid was snooping on my phone from between the seats. She told the Karen that there was nothing she could do and suggested that she give her child an activity to do. Exactly. So he didn't see anything that he wasn't supposed to be seeing. Karen pouted and ended up giving her kid her phone. Like everyone's had their seats kicked by like a bratty kid behind yep. them. Yeah. These bratty kids. Like, have you seen the photos where like people have like taken their shoes and socks off and they've put them like between the seats? Oh and yes. Like, put, if yeah. there was a foot next to me, I don't care what time of the year it is, I'm sneezing on that foot. Yeah, I'm stamping I'm on coughing, it. Coughing, sneezing, well, doing like. The thing is, disgusting. stories like that don't surprise me as much, uh, and I I do believe this yeah. is true because. Yeah. I remember, I remember ages ago reading an article about the, a woman who was moaning about adults being at Disneyland. Oh yeah, and she was and like, she we was should like, skip the queues. We should skip the queues because we have children and we want, because we shouldn't have to wait because we've had to do the childbirth thing and we have kids and Disneyland isn't for adults. And it was this woman having a, a severe meltdown at, at, at like adults going to Disneyland saying that like, it's just for children and adults there should be kicked out. They should have, so they, they should have to wait longer for rides because we stupid. have children and we have to stand on our feet all day. And it was like, Shut the! Oh, she was gonna say a, yeah. a racist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, but I was like, shut the hell up! But like, yeah. it's that. But hearing stories like that when the parents like turn your movie off, it yeah. doesn't surprise me. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yes, that happened. Of it's course, one of that these happened. things where it's like. It's not a case of like child free privilege. It's parent consequence. Yeah. Like the consequences of your action of having a child means that your life is going to be difficult and you yeah. need to be stable enough to be able to deal with these consequences of having a child. Yeah. If that means you have to wait in queues, like Disneyland isn't the only place in the entire world you ever have to wait queues. Yeah. But the, the idea that yes, waiting in queues is boring. Nobody's going to be like, so I'd like to stay. Go stand in a queue for hours. Yeah, girl. Well, also like, Love did, it. If, I remember when people weren't allowed to smoke in clubs anymore and there was a massive uproar to yeah. begin with. I I can't believe you're doing this to I'm us. never shopping at BHS it's again. Like, but you choose to smoke. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. you made this choice to do this thing that is detrimental to your health. I don't want to be part of that. Yeah. So you have to take your choice. Yeah. Outside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, yeah. Yeah. I do. I sort of agree with that. And I, so someone, I, this is completely off topic, but this is another like entitled story. I remember someone uh, commenting on when the no smoking thing came in and they, and they were like, yeah, but you wouldn't say this to like people who love a drink. And it's like, yeah, but if someone's like drinking themselves silly, that's not going to affect me unless they maybe turn violent or something. Mm-hmm. It's not going to affect me. If you're smoking in my face for yeah. like several hours yeah. whilst I'm near you, yeah. I could end up with a severe disease because of that. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to get a disease because somebody else is drinking yeah so this one's called a daughter was six hours late to an interview entitled mother yells at me for making her cry delightful a delightful title so i'm a 20 year old female and a dog groomer been one for almost four or five years the big thing about dog grooming is the reputation quality and time management Yesterday, we were expecting a girl to come in at 10 to try out as a dog groomer. She was a promising 23-year-old, worked as a groomer beforehand at another place, but she didn't show until 4.30 that day. No call, no nothing. She apparently had her hair appointment and friends from out of town come in, so they had their nails done instead. She asked if she could groom now. 
I said, no, I don't think so. When she pressed, I said this, and I might have been a jerk for saying it, we don't want you anymore. There's no need to reschedule your tryout. I went back to get my last two dogs done. Apparently she was crying and, and that's when I started to feel bad. First of all, you should not no, be feeling no, no, bad. No, 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 yeah. You cannot say you're going to be smart like for a job interview, for like a trial and show up six hours late and be like, it means you didn't I'm going to carry on now because yeah. I was getting my nails and hair done. Yeah. Stupid. 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 Now, entitled mum time, her mother came in in the next morning demanding we give her a second chance. I told her your daughter was six and a half hours late. That's not something that works in dog grooming. In any, any, in any, any not even just dog, but in any profession. Any, any, any line of work. Entitled mum replies, she was with her friends. I thought someone your age would understand that. Me, not when there's a job interview. And she didn't call or anything. At this point, I was so ticked off and over it. I had five dogs to get done. She said, well, there's no reason to make her cry. I said, I disagree and got back to work. Apparently she stayed up there demanding we give her a second shot as... <laughs> As head dog groomer, I said it's not going to happen. She what a joke. She left eventually, saying her daughter was too good for us. Oh. oh. First of all, she was 23 years old. Why is your mum fighting your battles? Yeah, you like, should know better. Grow up. I'm sorry. This is one of those moments where I was like, not just entitled mother, but entitled child. Like, first of all, the world doesn't revolve around you. Mm -hmm. You cannot go. I'm not going to my dog grooming trial because I want to go get my hair and nails done with my friends. Yeah. Like, what a ludicrous... Like, that would... Unhinged. Like, that would unhinged, never, ever, unhinged. ever fly in the any thing job. Is, the thing is, I... Okay, I am not, like, a, an advocate for lying, really, in any situation. I think eventually no. you get found out. Yeah. But in this situation, she could have said... This 23-year-old this could have said, sorry, I've actually got a family emergency today. Uh, is there any way in which we can reschedule for this week, this weekend, next yeah. week, tomorrow? Yeah. I could come in earlier. I will do an extra couple of hours. If you're like when if you're putting if your choice in action is going to put a business like on the back seat so to speak yeah. on the back foot because you've gone I'm not coming in and they're expecting you as like an extra pair of hands even if you're just starting you need to like offer a uh like meet in the middle somehow exactly yeah like, unhinged th this is just one of those children that clearly hasn't uh, grown up. has hasn't grown up but also never said had never been told no but yeah so I think actually this is a case of uh parents not raising her right yeah I because think. how would you have that attitude where like you can show that let you like you're so deluded in thinking that that it was doesn't okay matter. yeah like that yeah and the fact that you would just openly admit oh so i was getting my hair and nails done so i couldn't like so you're, you're, you're gonna get your nails done and then groom dogs yeah stupid absolutely unhinged and the fact that you got your mum to go in and be like give her another chance uh, i'm never uh, talking about just just again like it's I can't, very that isn't absolutely it? deranged unhinged deranged unhinged and, and the thing is working in the beauty industry as i have done for many 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 years i have met a lot of these girls that come in with an attitude and are just like well i am obviously you know the one in charge here. it's like no you aren't no you are 22 no. 23 yeah. years old you don't know anything yet it and is i know you time think to bleed. that you do and i was probably the exact same at your age actually it's a I would never have done that. No, no, even, no, Even at 16 with my first job at BHS, I knew not to do all that. Well, the thing is, what you did is you walked in and killed them. I did. Yeah, and they did, deserved yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't hear me moaning, did you? No. <laughs> Entitled mother thinks I should give my diabetic snacks to her daughter. For oh, God's sake. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm a type 1 diabetic and in the morning I went for a bike ride. As I'm diabetic, I always bring snacks with me in case I get low uh, energy or get hungry. Fair I enough. bring a juice box, a few glucose tablets, a couple of fruit bars, granola bars, just enough for me to be able to correct my blood sugar twice and have a small snack. As I was biking home, I passed someone sitting on the ground who looked like they were kind of distressed. So I pulled over to ask if they were okay. The guy <laughs> was a little younger than me and told me he was a diabetic and showed me his medic alert necklace. Okay. Okay, hang on. This is taking, taking a, a different turn, turn, girl. He explained that he had gone low whilst biking, but forgot to refill the snacks in his bag when he had left. So he was trying to figure out what to do now. No one to bring him anything, but I didn't want to call an ambulance over this. I guess this is in America where like calling an ambulance is like, like five grand. Uh, $17,000. <laughs> yeah. I offered him my snacks and to sit with him a while while we waited for it to go back up, explaining that I was also a diabetic. After I sat down with him and gave him the tablets, a woman came over and asked for my juice box for her daughter shut up shut up you why is all these people just woman. asking strangers for like their things stupid the thing is that's not asking is it she couldn't be like oh never shopping at me <laughs> 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 I, <laughs> I explained that i was giving it to him uh what i had because he was a diabetic and had low blood sugar and i needed the rest to ensure that i get home safe because i'm also diabetic she started to tell me that she and her daughter had been biking for a few hours and she was hungry and just wanted my juice box and a granola bar She's not a tuck shop. A granola. Imagine, imagine, imagine. And my daughter Lily must have the granola bar. <laughs> can you imagine? Get in like the bin. Like a small child just going, Mommy, do we have the granola? Oh, shut, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Fool. Go and have a chomp. I asked her if her daughter was diabetic and she said no. So I apologized again and explained nicely that I need those for myself. The conversation went as follows. Entitled mother. So why did you give him some then? Me. Uh, because he is diabetic and his blood sugar is very, very low. Do you know him? No, but as a diabetic, I know how dangerous it is and we could die. So you don't know him. The conversation continued like this and she was asking if I cared that I didn't know him until the guy rechecked his blood sugar and it was back up to 3.5. I'm assuming that that's like that safe must levels. must be normal, yeah. yeah. Um, as this was still a little low for both of us to feel comfortable. Oh, maybe not. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> um, I grabbed my juice and gave it to him and this is when the entitled mother tried to grab it out of my hands saying that if his blood sugar was still low, I should just call an ambulance and then I could give my snacks to her daughter. At this point, I was honestly kind of pissed off Kind of. Kind of. I would have been, been, like, been, been shouting. Been like, woman, they like, would have been like, woman found bludgeoned. <laughs> they would have been like, oh, woman ate mugged herself. herself. And told her to F off as th that as a mum, she should have thought to bring snacks for her daughter. Exactly. Again, your, same thing. Your child is your problem. No one else's exactly. problem. She then went red in the face, called me a bitch and stormed off back to her daughter. The guy's levels went back up and we parted ways and I started to bike away. I heard the mum shout after me, calling me a bitch again. Other people, oh, this is, so this is deranged. This is absolutely deranged. Imagine in any other situation, let's just say you are, uh, you have pancreatic cancer. You have to have a very mm -hmm. specific diet yep. that doesn't cause inflammation. You have special juices and yep. you're out just like experiencing a bit of nature and some ratty woman and her ratty child comes up and is like, but give me the carrot juice. And you're like, I will die if I don't have this. No, I don't care. My daughter's hungry. It's like, your daughter can literally eat soil for all I care. <laughs> eat the soil. You and your sniveling daughter. Awful. Oh, I hate it. Oh, it drives anyone. There's something so visceral. It does something to me, entitled parents. I don't know. It's because I've been on the receiving end of like this. So mm. many times I'm like, how can you have no self-awareness if you're going biking in the 
bloody words that you need to bring snacks for your child. It's How do you ludicrous. like you are Insane. not only torturing your child, you are torturing you and the public at the same time. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it drives me loopy. The thing is, like it, 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 it makes me think of so many things when I worked at Morrison's. I used mm. when I used to work in the supermarket. We used to like there were times of time when we have like promotions where like if you spent ten pounds you would get like football stickers. Yeah. And the amount like for like kids and stuff, the amount of parents that would come in and be like, Can we have a packet of stickers? And like we haven't spent ten pounds. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, but my kid wants it. Like, you, oh, everybody ignore the laws and the like, rules it, of the world. Like, like, the child wants something. Like, I don't care if your child wants the football stickers. I cannot give them to you because you've not spent £10. Exactly. I would actually like to put you in a boiling vat of acid, <laughs> but I can't do that, sadly. But it's so true, like, I haven't it, spent it, £10. It, I don't... <laughs> 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 no acid for you. No, like it's the idea of like because your child wants like therefore like you should like you could like fuck everybody. Like, yeah. Uh. Oh. Entitled dad leaves me with his children on a plane. <sighs> Are you going to strap in and strap on, girls? Okie dokie. So this happened last weekend. I was flying out of JFK, JFK Airport in New York, aka one of the worst airports in the US. When I was in the TSA line, I was surrounded by two families. A mum and her son were behind me and two parents with two boys in front of me. The mum in front of me was tired. Like she was sitting on a big carry-on bag while her husband wheeled about her tired. Wheeled her about tired? I don't know. Wheeled her about? Like, like, oh, Imagine I don't being know. like, I'm tired. I'm going to sit on this, uh, pull me around. I'm like... going to swoon on this, so on my fainting couch for the next eight years. Dad was so focused on mum not falling off the suitcase that the boys were just darting around and trying to play with the boy behind me as well. Look after your family. Look like, after your you family. you don't know. Snatched immediately, especially in an airport, gone forever. It's 6.30 a.m. and I'm on two hours of sleep. So the world is just too much for me. No. But I also worked at a special needs preschool for two years prior to becoming a therapist. So I know how to wrangle kids on minimal sleep. Okay, so this person is qualified. I go into crowd control mode, asking the boys about their interests and reminding them that we have to be quiet to talk about them. Um, I found out that the brothers are called Eric and Daniel, and Eric is nine and Daniel is six. They're really excited about going on a plane. The boys start having a quiet conversation about Minecraft. Oh, that's dark. Oh, that's that's dark. The mum behind me thanks me and we actually have a nice chat about me previously working in the school and how much fun I had. An hour and a half later, I'm boarding my plane and I see a tired mum. I see the tired mum from five rows back where I was seated. She's at a window seat and she's already passed out. Okay. I sit and about five minutes later, I see uh, the dad and two boys coming on the plane. The first kid, Daniel, sits next to me and dad pauses for a moment just staring at me. After a moment, I'm just like, is, is there a problem? Is something wrong? Is something on my face? I plop you not This man proceeds to take the boarding pass Out of his son's hand Swap it with his And tells him to sit next to me He then bolts to the to the row with his wife in Once the disbelief wears off Both the boys start asking me questions About the plane and the snacks And the TV mounted in front of them what? Wait so I'm confused So he he was like I want to sit with my wife So you the kid who's being supervised by the wife Swap with me so I, what I reckon is they they had uh, four seats and the wife and one child and the, uh, the 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 father and another child sat like in two yes, different rows. Yes, yes. And then he switched his ticket with the other child so that the two children can sit together with this stranger. With say this... goodbye to your children. I am so exhausted that I don't even fight it. I show the older one how to turn on the TV uh, and the seat in front of him and tell them, my uh, Miss Mindful is really sleepy like your mum. So I'm going to take a nap. Both of them tell me to have a nap and I pass out. I wake up two hours later to my tray 
down with a to my tray down with a mini water bottle and a bag of cookies on it. Apparently, my new friends thought I would want a snack when I woke up. These two children. I mean, that's sweet. That's quite also, sweet. Yeah. Stop it. Thirty minutes before we land, there's a commotion behind us and what sounds like running. All of a sudden, formerly asleep mum is very much awake and looking over both kids to make sure they're all right. Both of them mention how they have been watching Moana and they're perfectly fine. Mum then shoots uh, her husband the neutral face of displeasure. I think we've always like. Mm-hmm. When we get off the plane, mum follows me to the bathroom to apologise. Her husband was supposed to sit with the younger boy whilst the older one sat with her. Doesn't yes, yes. Earlier. She freaked out when she woke up and saw her husband in and her in her drowsy state and she thought that her husband forgot the children back at the airport. Oh my God. Apparently the husband thought it was a good idea to leave them with me because he heard me talking about working at a school and figured they'd be fine. That's so deranged. So the mum apologised and then we got out of the bathroom and she made her husband apologise for abandoning our children with a stranger. Exactly what happened. Yes, yes. Uh, the whole walk out of the pickup area, she was reminding her children about stranger danger and how they need to be careful. Daniel, the child, gave me a paper heart he folded out of a New York City brochure. So now I have the best friend now, lol. Now that is sweet, but also First incredibly of all, like, dangerous. It sounds, it, uh, these children sound like they're actually quite well behaved compared mm-hmm. to everything. So we have to give props to that. Yeah. And I think they obviously they, they couldn't have been causing too much of a commotion. Yeah. But the actual reality, the reality of, of what just happened. happened is because it's also you're not just thinking the person sitting next to. There's also someone to the other like if they're on the aisle seat there's someone to their right as well as yep, left yep, yep, so yep, yep, yep. I, I know we were just laughing there but this actual situation of like leaving your kids with a stranger just because unhinged. he said I worked in a school you don't know why you left that school like mm-hmm. you could have been like I no longer work in the school because I'm a registered registered like S offender yeah, exactly. and all I do is snatch children <laughs> like but you, children it's so stupid that like adults some of these like parents are literally just like, well, I'm tired, so I'm going to offload my child onto mm-hmm. someone awake. Yeah. That's unacceptable. The mother had the correct reaction of being like, what's happening? I'm Where glad, my yeah, baby? I, I, I'm glad that like, this was a slightly different situation than uh, we spoke about already because it was like, the mother recognized the yeah. wrong. And, like at first I thought the mother was going to wake up and being like, why were you not watching my child? Yeah, I, I also kind of felt like it was going that way. This almost feels more like um, the case of stupid father rather yeah. than an entitled parent, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. But um, imagine if this person was not kind and not nice. Imagine if this person was a nefarious man and was mm-hmm. just like, oh, you're never going to see your children again. Yeah. Never. But I think, again, I think sometimes it's like we keep forgetting that there are other people around them at the same time, like who mm. could have quite easily been talking to them or did anything, no, like watching the situation and saw that like, yeah, but what if because so, we don't we don't know how far apart they were. No, but this is just it. Imagine if like they're playing, they're running around. He moves over here, and he's just like, "Oh, should we go to the bathroom? Come on!" And then someone looks at them and goes, "Oh, what a lovely father and child." Even though they're not related at all, into yeah. the bathroom, gone forever. Yeah. And this happens. This happens constantly at airports. Constantly. Yeah. We hear stories about it all the time. So this one is titled, Entitled Parent, Leave Everything You Have to Our Children. Oh, disgusting. No. I'm 39, successful and quite well off. My siblings sadly are not. My brother, 42, has three children. My sister, 35, also has three, with one of them on with one on the way in May. My younger sister, 28 is married and pregnant, but she has nothing to do with the events in this post. We were raised to believe that money doesn't matter and all you need to be happy is a marriage and lots of kids to live a happy life. Being poor and having all that. Exactly. Being poor and having lots of kids was somehow glorified, maybe because it's the way our parents lived and wanted to convince themselves they didn't 
F up. Fortunately for me, I didn't buy into that nonsense. I always knew I never wanted children. I focused on my career and achieved success. Today, I have my own house, wonderful pets, and loving boyfriend. Aww. My family, however, seems to think that there's something wrong with my lifestyle. My parents have often commented that my five-bedroom house is empty without any kids running around. That's the point. My, si <laughs> my siblings often tell me I'm selfish for not having kids and actually enjoying my life. What the... What, what How is that... How is that selfish to recognize that you shouldn't bring a child into Literally this world? Literally so stupid. There are enough kids in the world. However, their disdain for my selfish lifestyle doesn't stop with them begging for money. My brother and sister have called me asking me to help pay their bills. Now, if it's something serious like clothes or school supplies for their kids, I'm willing to pitch in. But I always refuse when they ask what they... I always refuse. I... Sorry, I just read it ahead slightly and I can't believe this is a thing. I always refuse when, when I'm asked to pay for trips to amusement parks, etc. Can you imagine now that is entitled that is deluded i also paid my parents to stay in a high-end assisted living facility they're my parents and i've always felt like i owed them that at least this much but i have moved them to a less luxury facility because of something horrible they did oh there's no, there's, there's no explanation as to what they did oh. what did they do in this they, facility oh my goodness jesus because of something they did yeah. oh god espionage oh dear however i couldn't help but feeling salted when they sang praises for my siblings for breeding and following their footsteps and how my parents wish i had done the same as if among all their kids i'm the biggest disappointment for this reason i've detached myself from them i only call a visit to check up with them and to and to uh and don't let them be part of my life, which is absolutely yeah, fair. fair. The other day I got a call from my sister asking if she, her husband, my brother and his wife could come over. I said, okay. They asked me to leave my fortune to their kids in equal portions. And if I did, they would stop asking me for financial help. You don't have kids, so you're not going to leave it to anyone, are you? Asked my brother. I told them I was going to leave my money to charities that I owe and that I don't owe them sh but when, when they went on, they kept saying, you're selfish, you're selfish on a tirade. I told them to get lost. The next morning, I got a call from my dad telling me they were disappointed in me. I simply hung up. The one family member who has stood by me is my younger sister. She actually has her shit together and I could not be more proud of her. That makes sense again. Sorry, I stumbled a it bit. Did. It, it did. It did make sense. Wow. Okay. Let's tackle this situation, so oh shall my. we? First of all, how dare you? How dare you? Every single person, how dare you? But very good on this woman for being like, you've been really mean to me, actually. I'm putting you in a, a less luxury home. For the audacity that they phone her and say, mm, it's very disappointing. You should say, yeah, you will be when you haven't got a house. I'm not paying anymore. I... So this kind of rings quite hard with me because, mm -hmm. like, I am not wealthy. That's not what I'm saying it rings hard with me. But I don't have anything to do with my family members. Mm. Well, I have I have my sister and we are, like, best friends. I love my sister. I adore her. She was basically my mum because my mum was so incapable. So me and my sister are very close. But, like, the rest of my family, I basically don't have anything to do with. And obviously not for these same situations, but the idea that like any of them would ever come to me and be like, and be like, well, because you don't have children, you should leave all your money to us and my children. And how about you think about bringing extra children into this world if, if you can't you, afford yeah, them? This, this, so this is the thing. This story didn't say like they had kids and they were fine. And then like, you know, say the pandemic hit and they mm. lost all their jobs and mm -hmm. it was really hard for them mm -hmm. to pay things. Mm -hmm. That is a very different situation mm -hmm. than just having children when you cannot afford them. Mm -hmm. Like if you can't afford children, 
don't have them. And isn't it always funny as well that when people ever are in this situation, it's always, but we're family, when they're doing something really crappy, like really, we're family. All right, well, where was that? When I was like dying in a K-hole and needed help. And you're like, <laughs> where were you then? Yeah. Nowhere to be it's, seen, it's, you sniveling it's, gr- I, gremlin. I have a very, very strong, I have very strong emotions towards this situation. Mm-hmm. And like, just because, like your sibling, if they're doing wonderful and amazing, they have zero... Zero, 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 zero entitlement to your money or their money. Like what they, the fact that she was already giving the money for like yeah. bills now and then, or like buying their kids clothes and stuff is, is uh, more, more than, than they, enough. More, more, more than they than should enough. even have to do. Like yeah. they shouldn't have to pay for your children. No, exactly. If you like, can't afford it, you can't have it. she didn't choose to have children. You did. Yeah. Like, this, but this, it rings true for absolutely everything. As much as it's nice to be like, you know, all that matters in life is a big family, lots of kids giggling at well, the table. That, if you can't afford the table they're at, think about the pain it, that you are inflicting on your children. It's funny that this person said like, they were always brought up to believe that money doesn't matter. And as long as you had children, lots of family, it was fine. Yet all of a sudden they're like, give us all your money. Like, uh, yeah, money. It only matters now that you've got lots and we've it's got none. Honestly, this idea, I'm sorry. Like, it's I don't not, care. It's like, not I don't, the world I, we live I, I, in. I'm sorry. Like, if my sister ever said to me, like, I'm really struggling, is it any yeah. point? I'm like, of course. Of course. Like, I love At you. Like, you down. have done so much for me in my life. They clearly don't have a good... No relationship but at the, all. This is just this is the problem I have when people <laughs> well, are like, like family, well, it's family. I'm like, well, you haven't built a community. Like, I don't care. I don't care that you're struggling because you didn't care about me. Yeah, like why, why, why? Like, why do you think that you have any entitlement to anything that that person's owed when you literally haven't given a shit about them? No, and, like, exactly. The parents constantly slag you off saying that you're a failure and you're a disappointment. Whilst to them. you're paying for their accommodation, like, you're literally paying for their accommodation and you're they wouldn't having... have it. Can you imagine? I can you imagine. Like, say we we were going somewhere and we were we were, i don't know we went to a restaurant and you were buying me all this food and we have having a lovely mm. time and then i was like she doesn't give a shit about me yeah i'd be like excuse me she <laughs> hates i can't um, believe she like she is such a selfish cow what i would do what i would do in this situation is be like have another long island iced tea have another one have another one let's go on just do an instagram live so how do you think about the royal <laughs> family i would just totally set up someone like that it's like unhinged I d- like you don't bite the hand that feeds you a, a but also like respect and community is the default here. Again, if you've done something to f that up, then that's on you, sis. It goes back to what we said a little while ago about like you cannot make your children clones of you. Mm-hmm. They have to make their own decisions. Mm-hmm. You cannot force them to do things they don't want to do. Because I I can't remember exactly what video we said this in, but we made a comment about like how parents treat their kids awfully and then get confused why they don't talk to them anymore. It I think was, yeah, it, it was, was in the Amahasol. Yeah, and it's this kind of thing like you have slagged off your daughter for years said she's a disappointment and then going why me? won't she give us things yeah. why is why she talking to me? me like what do you expect in order for people to like you you have to be likable yeah this why whole... is this concept so difficult for some people i think one of the most toxic things ever said is blood is thicker than water oh it's a lie literally a lie. i'm sorry like i think that relationships are like a bucket and you put a little thing in the bucket let's say you're on the beach and you've got mm-hmm. your little buckets and the bucket is the relationship that you have with the other person that's there on the beach yeah. with you and you put a little stone in the bucket being like oh i like this thing about you and we've talked about it and then some and then the other person is like i also like this thing and they put something in the bucket and then if one of you just takes everything out of the bucket and goes where's the rest i will put some more in my bucket yeah that's the problem and yeah. that's exactly what is happening here that was a very off the cuff it was it was, it was yeah it did mean something at one point in my life i just want to say to anyone who might be struggling with like family members just because someone is it's your family forever. member if they're a toxic person they do not need to be in your life <laughs> 
do not get manipulated and uh you know all used. that shit by like old yeah and used and manipulated by older people saying like you have to be us because i'm your mom you have mm-hmm. to be us because i'm your father respect whatever. your elders like, like respect you, respect me you that is one of the most manipulative things that a toxic parent can do to be like well i'm your mother i'm your father i birthed you therefore you owe me you owe them shit. They made the choice to have you and they cannot then in the future go, well, I did this, therefore it doesn't matter how horrible I am to you. It doesn't matter how abusive or emotionally abusive to you or like like you have to owe No. No. Like cut them out of your life. Like you do not need toxic uh-huh, people in your life. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter who they are, what relation they are to you. Do not keep toxic people in your life. Absolutely. The same way that like, if I was constantly horrible to Luxaria, I could not expect her to stay in my life. And be like, hello, it's like, time for our podcast. Exactly, like, like, this just wouldn't happen. <laughs> I hate for It's it? like, eventually there is a breaking point and you have to, you have to, you have to break it off before it gets to a stage where you are being, to a stage where it's Burn emotion, that like, bridge, yeah, this, and never look like, back. Emotionally abusive, like absolutely unacceptable, disgusting. disgusting, literally never, never okay. So get out of that situation. Get I've got get this one is titled "That's My Llama Balloon, Bitch." That, I mean, that That's was quite a t- the title. That was it? a title. Yeah. Could you imagine like naming a video that? I'd be like, no one would ever find it. <laughs> it's the most- YouTube's like, hi. No, <laughs> no. niche. Llama balloons, no. Restricted. Yeah. My husband and I just had a baby. <gasps> it's my birthday this weekend, and we're both exhausted, so we're keeping things basic. But my husband insisted I have at least a birthday balloon. Usually, we decorate a little one for each other's birthday, but this year we're foregoing that. That's quite a nice little mm-hmm. idea to yeah. decorate a little balloon for each other. So we go to the local card shop and I choose a helium balloon in the shape of a llama. That's cute. It is, isn't it? We tie it to our baby's pram and we go outside where we encounter a couple with their child, maybe four or five years old, and the child is holding a plain pink balloon. The child sees my balloon and wants it. For God's sake. She tries to grab it but can't reach the pram's handles. The mother then insists we switch balloons as her kid clearly wants it and my baby is too young for a balloon. I said, it's my birthday balloon. And the mother said, even better you won't mind giving it to me and my child as she grabs the string and moves to untie it my husband had enough pushed the mother away and deadpan says that's my llama balloon bitch the end well that was quite a little journey wasn't it but these mothers are like that they're like well you don't need all that you don't need that mummy oh, oh in the bin oh oh, oh. Uh, oh. it's very the woman at disney it's very the woman at disney who th- oh my my child wants it therefore give it to her mm-hmm. how about Fuck off. Yeah. I mean, I know that in some cases, like, parents that have maybe really struggled to, like, conceive and have children really, really think and um, praise and, like, think so highly of their offspring because, obviously, it was difficult to get. That sounds like a weird thing. It sounds like... Yeah, yeah. But it's like, just because that's the case, you can't come to strangers and demand things from them. I don't think Entitlement. I mean, that is, like, literally the perfect definition of entitled parents. Entitled. Absolutely entitled. I would be like, like, what? how would you react in that situation? I'd be like, I'm going to cut up your child's balloon and I, say, this is the real world. Oh, Capitalism. Insane. Damn. Exactly. The thing that you you could just take someone else's stuff because your child has decided it wants it. Like, I think I'd say something awful. Be like, that child doesn't even look like you. No. Did you steal that child? <laughs> like, I would just, you know, set up like a human trafficking storyline. <laughs> <laughs> there's little Chantel there going, <gasps> Chantel. Siobhan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> little Siobhan. I can't. Oh my God. Yeah, hateful. Unhinged. Unhinged. So guys, I really hope wow. you enjoyed this episode. We Enjoy got is a strong v- Yeah, we got very heated at multiple times of this. This was, this was. I'm like sweating. I'm, I'm, I'm like. <gasps> this was a lot. I it wasn't was. expecting when we got into this. Because I, I thought I'm the arsehole was going to be more intense. 
No, this, this is the most intense yeah. one we do. This has produced ex- some emotions in me that I yeah. clearly haven't dealt with. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting this one to be less intense, but oh my gosh. No, this was a lot. I don't really want to do a part two, <laughs> if I'm honest. Not yet, anyway, maybe next year. <laughs> well, we see how this one does. If it doesn't do well, very well, exactly. then we can't do a part two. We, what do you mean, the entitled no, parents? No, that didn't happen. No, no revisionist Gout. history. Um, <laughs> So, guys, thank yes. you so much for watching and listening. Of course, um, if you are listening on SoundCloud, there is also a video option of this that video. Is. So you can check out our YouTube channel. So, of course, if you are listening to this on SoundCloud or iTunes or Spotify, there is a video version over on my YouTube a channel. Video. Yes, so come over to my YouTube channel. You can yes. uh, watch the video itself. Mm. Um, so, wow, thank you for coming, Luxaria. Oh. It's been fun. Yes. Fun isn't the word. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been something. It's been something. Anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Thank we'll, you. Make sure you leave a nice review for us. Give a like. Hit the notification bell so you don't miss any videos and podcast episodes that might also, come up. So, can I just say, what do you guys think about Gag of the Millennial merch? Oh, yes, 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 yes. We what need do you to think? Do, yes, we know, need to do that. Yeah, <laughs> Would imagine? you be interested no, really in being like, Gag of the <laughs> Would you be interested in my love? We yes, really, let me know. We really need to make that. It'll be fun. Um, anyway, guys, we'll see you soon. Yes. Thanks, bye. Bye.